following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. and welcome to a brand new episode of Eat Sleep List. You're home for list making right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, your host for today. I am alone. Uh, my man Dan is out. He's got, uh, he's not bad. He's actually uh, got uh, a dress rehearsal, in a sense, a rehearsal practice uh, for an upcoming play that he's in, and he's uh, he, what a, what an opportunity of a lifetime. He gets to play alongside his brother Ben, uh, who has been on the show before. So we're really really happy. Um, I wanted to get a list out. I'm trying to be more consistent this year. This is one of my things that I wanted to do um, is to take this show seriously and just make sure there's an episode out for you every single week, uh, regardless whether it's me and Dan, me alone, Dan alone, whomever. Just have something out uh, to help you get through your day um, because I do take a lot of pride in this show and uh, these are a lot of fun. This is our first episode of 2023, of course, and uh, we should be back to normal next week, possibly, hopefully me and Dan together. But um, but I think it's always important, right? I think everybody uh, comes into a new year with uh, resolutions, goals, expectations and of what they want to do and accomplish, but there's so many people uh, that fall short of their goals uh, in, in what they want to do. I, I'm not one to make resolutions, right? I'm going to do this drastic thing and and whatnot. I, I hate setting myself up for disappointment, but today's list is going to be a, a goals list, um, very reasonable goals list for myself in the year 2023. Uh, I'm going to do a 20, a top 20, because uh, usually you get 20 uh it would, you know, two people do lists, bring in a top 10 each, you know, there's 20 total uh, listed. So I'm going to bring in 20 for myself. Uh, and just remind you that this is, uh, you know, it's, it's one, it's therapy for me. That's something I, I'm learning more and more as I get older is that it's therapy for me. And, um, and secondly, it's maybe to inspire people. Uh, I want to let people know that maybe this will help guide you into doing something because uh, I'm nobody special. I can assure you that the people listening to the show, uh, whatever you, you know, whoever you are, whatever you do in life, um, I'm no better than you. I'm just like you. I just happen to be a guy, a person um, who picked up a microphone and a laptop and started putting his ideas out into audio form. All right, this is a podcast, uh, but this is a way for me to say things and let things out uh, that I just, you know, it feels good. And I, if I can help somebody's day, not it doesn't have to be thousands of people, but if I can help one person uh, set a plan and, and, and get ahead in life, um, especially with this list, especially with this list, I mean, um, then it is it is all worth worthwhile. And it, you know what, for other lists too, right? It, I love like just the various themes that we do. And I love, I want to hear about other people's top 10 lists. I want to hear about, um, you know, people's things. And, you know, I, I think it's cool for listeners to listen and maybe like, Hey, we have something in common or may, Hey, maybe we, something we respectively disagree on. That's an important thing for me with these list shows. So, um, all right. So we have 20 here. I am going to, uh, I'm gonna buy. So I have my list. I just have the twenty, but I don't have them in order. But I guess it really doesn't matter. I guess it really doesn't matter. Let's get it going. Our list, my list, uh, for my top twenty goals for 2023. I hope you have some of your own, and I hope that you all accomplish yours. Let's start off. Your my number twenty. All right, my number twenty is for this year to not be so boastful. When things go good, not be open about my 
you know, not be super open and bragging to the world about things that go wrong. Woe is me. It's to move in silence. All right, to move in silence. Something I found out in this last, and I'll explain it a little bit later, but the last few months I've really been working on myself, probably since um, late summer, probably July, August, around then, maybe early September. Really been trying to work on myself and who I am as a person. And I've come to find out that, and I don't technically care what other people think in, in this regard, but um, I, I observe this when, I, when I'm when i talking with other people. Um, there's a lot of people who uh, you converse with that are one-uppers, right? They, 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 oh, you accomplished something cool. I got to say that I did something cooler. Uh it, it it just it just happens, right? Oh, I did something cool. I got to run to Facebook and tell people uh, about it. I found, and I've, and again, this will, a lot of these will intertwine, I guess. But it's just if I, you know, just doing whatever, just don't. You don't have to tell people about it. They'll see it. The right people will see it. Um, I used to have this thing, and this is just me observing other people, and I know I'm guilty of it as well. But I used to hate. When people uh, would get mad at you for not saying happy birthday to them, even though you didn't had no idea it was their birthday and you had no way of knowing that it was their birthday, it's it's kind of stuff like like that. Um, you know, if you're happy, proud, tell people absolutely. But I just I found, and this is, again, this is my list. is It's just better to move in silence. Um. You know, for the last several months, I've I've been on a weight loss journey. All right, um, and I'll I'll go into further detail of that. I've also avoided social media. All right, social media is how a lot of people see me, for better or for worse. I recently popped up. I took a vacation at the end of December. Me and my brother went to Indianapolis. We went to a couple games. I was like, you know what? I'm very happy about this. I posted about it. And people were like, wow, you look so different. You know, the compliments were, were kind of there. I wasn't boasting about how much weight I had lost. But I was just sharing this moment. And it just all the little things that I've been working on myself for, I'm not boasting about it. And it felt better that people noticed it versus me telling them what it, what you know what was going on. It, it's just this weird thing. Um, the older I get, and, and especially in recent, you know, recent the last few months, at least the last, you know, four or five months, um, the less people know, the better. And, you know, I hate when you're having a conversation with somebody, you're trying to tell them something new, and they're like, yeah, I seen you say that on Facebook. And it's like, oh, it takes out the surprise. So basically, one of my goals in 2023 is whatever I accomplish, you know, for better or for worse, is just keep it to myself. Tell the people immediately in your life, right? Uh, move in silence. Good things happen. Don't need to boast about it. Just do it. Do it. You don't need likes. You don't need phony likes on social media. You don't need, you know, everybody knowing your people. You don't owe people an explanation for anything, and that's something I've learned too. You don't owe people an explanation for anything. Just keep it, you know, keep it straight to the point and, and move along. Um you know, and that's not to say that people can't, you know, again, be proud and tell you something that they accomplished or, or whatever. But um, I found moving in silence is way, way, way more rewarding internally where it really matters than boasting about stuff and having you know, people like, oh, yeah, that's cool. It's one of those things. Um, all right. My number 19 my number 19 is accountability. This is something I've noticed a lot of people lack today. Um, accountability has been something that I've been working out a lot lately. When I fuck up, I tell. I, 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 I say it. I look at myself in the mirror, and I be like, I am the only person who can correct this, undo this, or or take, like, just take fault for it. Uh 
I, I mean, kids do this. They do this all the time where something happens and they're like, no, no, it, they did it. High school people do it. Grown ass adults do it. I see it all the time in my life. All right. Um, my life got really, really shitty this past summer. It really did. And I'll leave it at that. But you know what? I didn't sit around and I didn't wait for people to come and fix my mistakes. All right. I have this little thing where I don't wait. Don't wait on God or government to fix my problems, no matter what it is. I look myself in the mirror and I say, I fucked it up and I'm the only person who can fix this. And I do. And I have. Um, When I make a mistake at work, I make sure to inform the proper people who can help, you know, like a broken piece of equipment or or something else that I made an error on. I make sure I run and tell. Um, you see, you really see out there. There's a lack of accountability. There's there's people. I, I mean, I literally every single day that I wake up, I I deal with people who blame everybody else for their problems, and it's a terrible way to live. It it really truly is. Yeah, you, you, you get this victim mentality. Um, woe is me. You know, every it, this happened because so-and-so. No. Uh, for myself, I found that looking at myself and saying, hey, you know, I, I am a fat piece of shit. I was. I was heavy. Still am. Still working on it. I was like, okay, I'm going to go do this. And I've done pretty well for myself since. Hey, I'm a lazy piece of shit. I got to go do this. Um, hey, I'm a broke piece of shit. Might be a little extreme. You don't have to call yourself a piece of shit necessarily. But being accountable for everything that goes wrong and just owning it, it makes you a better person. I can assure you. It's so easy to finger point and, and put the blame, but all you're doing is kicking a problem down the hill. It it, it it sits inside of you. You fester on it. You get angry. But just, man, dealing with your problems, just getting it done, paying that bill that you've been dreading for so long, um, getting out of debt, whatever it may be. Accountability is uh, something that I want to further grow into in 2023. I thought I finished off 2022 with a pretty good um, sense of accountability, and uh, I'm looking forward to keeping that going. It's a never-ending battle. It's a never-ending battle, um, never-ending struggle. But uh, I can assure you, that uh, accountability goes a long, long way. Life's not fair, but only you can uh, can hold yourself accountable for um, your own successes, right? For for hold yourself accountable for sorry your own issues, and 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 turn that into success. I can assure you that. Number eighteen is staying in my lane. Staying in my lane. There's a this is a multifaceted uh, list number. All right, um, it goes with my personal happiness. Why do I let things that have nothing to do with me affect me emotionally? Um, you know, f- just I mean, yeah, emotionally, mentally. Psychologically, I guess it's all kind of the same, right? Um, why do I let that stuff affect me? Um, other people's problems, while you can sympathize, while I do sympathize, um, they're not your necessarily your burden to bear. It's, it goes back to the accountability. Um, staying in my lane has is, is done me wonders. You know, when it comes to listening to people who are unaccountable, and like to blame others for for their mishaps. Staying in my lane helps me keep me helps keep me emotionally grounded, um, and able to give responses instead of just just egging them on and 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 pushing no accountability in some cases. Um, staying in my lane has helped me just worry about myself in the most important way, not a selfish way. It may come off selfish, but in the most important way, all right? I can't fix all these. I can't worry about things that are beyond my control. I can only focus on what I can control, and that's what staying in your lane is. Uh, I, I, like, I, and again, I will, I will elaborate more on it 
in in upcoming you know numbers here, but like everybody loves the social media echo chamber. They love to get mad about political stuff, and they just like to pile on and pile on and just pile on the negativity and and whatnot. Unless it has to personally do with you, it's wasted effort, energy. It's wasted time. Focusing on what I can do and what I cannot do, mostly what I can what I can do about a certain situation. Again, going hand in hand, in, yeah, hand in hand with accountability. That's what staying in your lane is all about. And I've done a pretty good job with myself doing that over the last several months. I got to do what's best for me. Can't do what's best for everybody else. You exhaust yourself in that regard. And um, yeah. So staying in my lane, staying in your lane, if that's something you want to do. Uh, I cannot preach it enough. Other people's, you know, if this is something I, I've dealt with too. It's like people, um, well, I've seen it, but people will hear something about somebody and treat them, you know, hear something negative about somebody and treat that person according to how um, – Somebody who has a obvious gripe with them has treated them, and you come to find you know, and then it, you actually meet the person and talk to them, and you find out they're actually that 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 person that somebody said something negative about is actually a decent person. That's kind of a staying in your lane thing, you know. Uh, again, you can't let other people's problems become your problems and, and issues. You just again focus focusing on yourself is uh, is really really important. I take I've taken pride in that recently. All right, number seventeen. I did a lot better last summer, but I want to spend more time on the kayak. I want to get out and about. I want to kayak in new places, uh, especially once the weather breaks. I don't want to waste any time. Every weekend, twice a week, I don't care. I just want to get out and go. I love being on the water. I had so much fun being on the water last year. I got to see a lot of cool places. Got to kayak around. Uh, downtown Buffalo, right, which is something I've always wanted to do. Um, I got to kayak at a couple other cool places, um, you know, in, in the local area, and I want to do more of it. I want to see how far I can travel and 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 go and kayak. Uh, but that's something. It's a personal thing for me, and for other people too. That's you know going on a, going on an adventure. Do, basically, how to translate this to yourself is do what you want to do. All right, do what you want to do and go big with it, especially something that's like as limited as a kayaking or as people who like to go like white rock, uh, the, 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 the water rafting and, um, you know, hiking. It depends on what you like to hike and what terrain you like to like or to like to hike. But spend more time doing it. All right. Kayaking has become a, a recent passion of mine and I just I don't do it enough. I feel like I could be could have done so much more kayaking uh, this this past year, and I know I could. And now I'm starting to make time for myself uh, to, where I can, and I can't fucking wait. I can't wait to go out there and just kayak, get a good workout, get this, get some sun in, and go be enjoy being on the water, which is something I've you know I've always wanted to do it. So why not do it more? So that's one for me. Spend more time on the kayak. And if you want to go kayaking, hit me up. You can go kayaking. All right, number 16 for me. Almost done with the the bottom five here. Is to live fear-free. This is something that through uh, reading books this year, this past couple months, that uh, I came to realize that I, I'm afraid of too much. I'm afraid of... Um, I'm afraid of new things. I'm afraid of situations that I make up in my own head. Uh, I've finally gotten over overthinking, I think, <laughs> mostly. And, oh, my God, it's it's so freeing. It's great. I'm living a much better life than I was five months ago because I stopped fearing Stuff I have missed so many opportunities in life because I was afraid. I'd make excuses for myself about why I couldn't do something, why I couldn't go talk to that pretty girl over there, why I couldn't make friends with so-and-so, why I couldn't uh, try and 
get you know try and get a uh, an autograph or a picture with a famous celebrity because I, I didn't want to bother him. Excuses are done. Live fear free. I have missed out on so much in life. It's really made me sad, retrospectively. Um, but it's in the past. Uh, how much I have missed out because I was scared of stuff. Because I was scared. You, I mean, I want like the listeners to sit, the, you know, sit, stand, wherever, and look yourself in the phone camera in a mirror. And think about how much stuff you've been afraid to do, taking a chance on something. Um, Fear has restricted me too much. And I know the old Star Wars cliche is that fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. Uh, But in my opinion, fear has led to regret. And I don't want any more regrets. Stop being afraid. Tough decisions, easy decisions, go and live without fear. All right, I'm telling you, go do it. When COVID hit, and I understand, it was easy to get caught up. It was scary stuff. All right, I wasn't scared. I wasn't afraid. And not saying that, you know, to, 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 to rile up anything or whatnot, but I still did what I wanted to do. I have not caught COVID, um, you know, and I've been very fortunate for that. I realized that, but I still lived. I didn't spend uh, a year and some change, some months bottled up in my apartment. I went out and did what I wanted to do while being respectful, you know, to everybody else. But I lit, I went and did what I wanted to do. Did not live in fear. And I don't, I have zero regrets from that time period because I still got to do what I wanted to do. So um, I don't feel like I wasted time um, during the COVID shutdowns. That's just a small example of of fear. Um, I mean, Jesus, there's so much stuff dating back to high school and middle school that um, just fear got me. And I wish it hadn't. But hey, we live and learn and we grow from those things. And now I know not to be afraid. Not to overthink. Um, whatever happens, happens. Kind of one of those things. So live fear free. All right. We already got a quarter of it down. We are up to number 15. And my number 15 is continue avoiding alcohol. This is a personal one for me. Um, I have not had a sip of alcohol since the middle of October, and that doesn't sound like a very, very long time. Uh, but for myself, it's uh, quite the accomplishment. There's no specific reason why I'm doing this. I mean, um, maybe calorie counting and, and how I've been losing weight has played a small part in it, but I just realized, like, it's really, like, I, I don't need it. It's one of those things. I'm starting to become uh, simplistic in, in how I handle things um, you know, with a lot of things that I do and um, trying to get rid of stuff that I don't necessarily need, whether it be habits uh, or things. And I just, you know, spending money on alcohol just seems like not a necessity, right? Spending money on food is obviously a necessity because you need food to live. But alcohol is one of those things. It's why do you do it? And this one's just a personal one for me. And I have felt a whole lot better since I've given it up. Uh, Again, it's only been two and a half months, maybe. Something like that. But I'm pretty proud of what I've been able to accomplish uh, doing that. Because ah, it's just, it's it's so easy to get caught up and do. I never drank in high school until the very end of my senior year when everyone's like, yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. It's cool. And I did it, and I'm like, is this really cool? And I've been in so many bad situations um, due to drinking alcohol. I don't need it. It's not a necessity. I don't need it to keep going. It's the same thing um, like marijuana, right? Smoking marijuana. A lot, of, a lot of people do it. I've done it. No problem admitting that. I've done it from time to time. But I don't need it. 
They don't need to waste money or, or anything like that. Um, money, it's just, it just doesn't help. And alcohol ages you like crazy. I've seen a night and day difference between people of the same age who have drank alcohol and who have not drank an alcohol. And it's pretty drastic. I don't need to speed. I don't need to kill myself any sooner. But it's not like a judgmental thing. It's just what I'm going with. It's kind of it's. I know I'm talking about it on a podcast right now, but it's kind of one of those move in silence things because people just expect you to drink alcohol. They just expect it, anticipated. Hey, I got the beers, and uh, you might want. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll just have a water. It's one of those things, like a small little goal for myself. Uh, to maintain not avoiding or not drinking alcohol. All right, number 14, spending less time with technology. All right, it's going to be a multitude of different things. Um, it's also an encouragement for myself to go out and do stuff. All right, uh, I know technology is obviously very, very important. Um, we need technology to drive to places to do stuff. But the technology I'm more so referring to is the time-wasting stuff, um, the time-wasting technology, TVs, video games. Um, I'm even trying to minimize cell phone usage as much as I possibly can. Uh, that's going to play a part into another one that uh, that I got going on. But um, another notch on this list here. But, man, technology, it's so cool. What what could be done? But there's obviously very useless technology. Granted, I I understand the importance of sitting around a TV and spending time with loved ones and uh, and watching a show. Yeah, watching a show or a movie or whatever it may be. But you know, I'm 31 years old this year. I will be turning 32 in four months. This year has flown by so fast. And life's short. Life's short. I don't want to spend my time around video games and television. I want to live a life that I can tell people about someday. Tell my kids, tell my grandkids, hey, I did this, I got to go see this. Um, I see it far too often that people, the, the more advanced technology gets, the more people just sit there um, in front of their phones, in front of their TVs. And I'm not one of those... Like old people, they're like, ah, you kids these days. But I just realize the value of time. And, uh, you know, time distracting technology is uh, doesn't really help you unless you're like a game streamer or something. That's kind of just me. But, um, but yeah, I wanted to go on more adventures and I want to spend less time sitting around uh, watching stuff and having un- not real experiences. Uh, number 13 is one that another one that I found a lot of joy in, uh, in, in doing this. I have finally found out how to stand up for myself. And that comes with being honest with myself and being honest with other people for too long. I have played the role of the people pleaser. I've talked to, I think I might have talked about this several years ago. Um, I think it was the, the 2020 season f- finale. I think I did like a, co- like a tw- things I learned about myself through COVID list or something like that. It was like March 2021. I think I was, I was, yeah, I think it was March of last year, February, March of last year. And I just started being honest with myself. You know, it was, it was what I'm doing to, to, Make other people happy? Is it making myself happy? And it's not. Um, standing up for myself from other people. It's there's a way to do it. It's not just with with punches and kicks and biting. There's a way to do it with words and just being straightforward. And I finally learned how to do that. And uh, oh my god, it feels great. It feels great. It really, truly does. Um, I don't pretend to be something I'm not anymore. And that's been important for me too. Um, through my lack of social media usage uh, and and whatnot, I don't feel like a phony. I feel like straightforward. You know, I, I am what I am. 
like me if if you want and it, if you don't I don't care I can't exhaust myself to make people happy anymore I've cut off a lot of people respectfully but I've cut off a lot of people and spent less time around pe- uh, around people for um that don't that want to change me and what and who I am and for all the wrong reasons I can't do that anymore I can't do that I'm too old to be in I'm too old to be a phony too old to put fake smiles on I don't have enough energy for that too old to put fake smiles on for people and 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 not call out stuff and I just I'm tired of pretending to be something I'm not you know I I am what I am I'm not, I I don't entertain you know I don't have to entertain people if what you're doing is is upsetting me I will tell you straight up personally and let it be no more hiding feelings to protect other people's feelings and this is a, I think it's an important one that we can all listen to you know I love my family I love my parents um I love my wife I love my in-laws but it's got to be honest when shit's not right Call it out and be honest with yourself and with those people. I don't care how close to you. I don't care um, how much they hold over your head. You got. You just got to be honest. Um, I'm noticing the older I get that there's like this power struggle with people just wanting to kind of control you and it makes them feel good. And when people realize that they can't control you, um, it's tough. Right, they they don't like it, and sometimes they they kind of back off. That's what the whole being honest thing is. Is this a friendship that's really worth it? Is this a relationship that I need to work extra hard to maintain? Just be honest. It's okay. That's my number thirteen. Number twelve. It's not off to a great start, but um, weekly date nights. I brought this up to my wife in December because we had both been working so much. It was exhausting. It's, I mean, this Christmas holiday was insane um, for both of us. This year, I mean, I was working. Um, I mean, you heard some of the numbers, right? I, I worked like 101 hours in a week between two jobs just because I wanted to afford stuff. So I wanted to emphasize that me and my wife, no matter how busy we are, need to make time at least once a week, at least once a week, to be with each other, um, to have a date night, right? Just go spend quality time together, not sitting around a television and, you know, not just watching mindless TV. Let's go you have a nice meal. Sit down, enjoy each other's company, get cute, um, get all dressed up, and just go be around each other and have that be our thing instead of our thing being sitting around and watching TV or watching the other one do something and the other one playing on their phone. Um, wasn't a great start. I can assure you that I was not really overly thrilled with how the first one went, but hey, there's 51 other weeks to make that make it work. Uh, and I'm actually excited at the sentiment of it. You know, both our lives are so crazy and there's so many people intertwined and um, in our lives. But I think it's important for every couple to make sure, like, I just, there's times where I don't feel like I'm in a normal relationship. Um, and again, this is therapy for me. I have to tell, right? Um, there are things that I feel we aren't willing to do together. Um, important things, some more than others. Um, I feel like there's a lot of times I want to do stuff and she doesn't necessarily want to do it and it sucks. It's a shitty feeling. Uh, I'm just being open and honest about it. Uh, but I think for us to have like something, at least one thing that we can guarantee and look forward to, um, it used to be movies all the time. And then the movies got less important, less interesting. 
um, especially with streaming service and all that. Um, but, I mean, Jesus Christ, let's just go for a walk or go axe throwing or go get a nice dinner somewhere. I don't care. Just something um, that we can be like, hey, we spent time together. I don't care if it was for a couple hours, but we spent not just time, but quality time. Weekly date nights. It's an important one. Number 11 is spend more time with my doggo Prince, my little Yorkie baby. He's getting older. He's uh, eight years old, just turned eight this past August. Poor guy's got diabetes. He's starting to lose his vision. Um, he's been through a lot. He's been through a lot. And I just lost my first dog a couple years ago, Truder, in 2020. And... Uh, it upset me. He was old, man. He we he had him for a very, very, very long time. I think sixteen years. I think it was sixteen years. And one of my biggest regrets is that you know the older you get, and it, it happens, but I didn't spend more time with him because I was gone. I was moved out. So seeing him became few and far between. You know, when I did come by, poor guy was so old and just tired that. Um. You know what I mean? It just wasn't the same. It was no fetch. It was just pets and, and just, just looking at him, feeding him and whatnot. It's just sad. It was depressing as fuck. Um, I don't want to have those regrets with my dog, Prince. And I felt terrible this past year, this past winter, holiday season, working two jobs. I come home. I see him. I feed him. I bounce. I go to the other job. And that was my only interaction time with him. And I feel like it, it affected him. And I know it did. And I feel horrible because especially when... I'm working two jobs, and the wife is working all day at her job, whether it be you know her cafe, um, serving people in the morning, and then making Christmas cookies and such or cakes at night. So I definitely want to spend more time with him, uh, walks, enjoy it. I don't want regret. I don't want regret, but I want to spend a lot more time with him uh, this upcoming year. Um, you just never know. You just never know. But he is a good boy. Um, and when you own a pet, you, they deserve your your undying attention, right? It just just love and affection and attention. Um, they're not just something you can dump and just forget about all the time. All right, so I got to be better at that. Spend more time with Prince. That's my number eleven. Number ten. Number ten is to go see a new NFL stadium. I did that. Oh, did I technically do that this year? Yeah, I guess I technically did do this year already. But uh, I'm only going to count it for 2022 because it's part of the 2022 NFL stadium, uh, season. I just got back. This past Sunday uh, was the second part, the final part of my football trips. I still have one more football game to go to, but that's local here in Buffalo. Uh, but, I, I, you know, Indianapolis is my place every single year. Um, then I decided I want to go to a, the Colts Giants game because I was like, oh, cool. And when I bought the tickets, I was like, oh, Giants are going to be all right. The Colts should be pretty good. Should be a good game. Nice, easy win, right? Maybe. No, it wasn't. The Colts got thrashed. But honestly, it was really, really cool to see uh, MetLife Stadium for the first time filled with great, great people, great Giants fans. Um, just great fans in general who were all so very friendly to me. I sat in a great section. We sat front row right by the NFL action. It was really, really fun to see. But that's something I want to do. It's part of the, the going out and adventuring thing. You know, I I have a pretty damn good job. I'm very, very fortunate with the amount of money that I make that I can afford to do stuff. And I'd rather spend that money on moments and memories than material possessions. So... Uh, I want to go see and have a new NFL stadium experience. And I got my eye on a couple places, which I'll see how it goes. But that's what I want to do. That is what I want to do. Go and see a new NFL stadium, uh, whether it be my Colts playing or just going just to go. I already talked about maybe going to Pittsburgh and seeing a, a Baltimore Ravens and Pittsburgh Steelers game, which is one of the best rivalries in NFL history. Um. I just, it's what I want to do. It's a life goal to see every single stadium. So I hope I get to accomplish it. And if I do at least one, I'm up to four now. I've crossed out four stadium experiences, Indianapolis, Buffalo, Cleveland, and now MetLife. I would go, I I might go for a Jets game sometime, but um, 
but yeah, that's where I'm at with that. See a new NFL stadium. That's something I want to do in 2023. Not sure where yet, but we shall. Uh, we'll get there when we get there. All right. Number nine is get that credit score up. Nose dived. I had a lot of issues um, this year. Uh, Nose dived. Uh, I don't think I talked about it much, but I this past year, and again, this is just me being open and honest. Um, I was kind of rocked a little bit. I had a uh, very, very expensive credit card debt, pretty expensive, $4,000 credit card debt. And it, uh, I know I'd completely forgotten about the bill until um, a collections agent or somebody, they, they, put, uh, they left a note on my parents' door. Uh, it was a court summons and such, and I got in contact with the people that were doing it. And uh, fortunately, through overtime and, and extra work and, and whatnot, I was able to pay it off in a month and a half. Could have did it sooner, but month and a half. Uh, my credit score took a nosedive. I need to get that thing up. I think I'm in like the mid 500, which is not really good, especially where I'm at in life. Uh, but I'm trying to be so much better. And I have. I've paid off a lot of debts. I play, paid off uh, since the summertime, since like August, when everything started to fall into place for me uh i paid off a lot of debts an old gym debt that i haven't paid or gone to you know i haven't gone to or paid uh since covid hit so pay that sucker off um an old medical billing debt and just i gotta find ways to build credit and just be financially responsible so that's an important one a lot of people tend to forget you know don't think about it but uh having a good credit score can unlock a lot of opportunities for you um it unlocks a lot of trust with lenders and loans and all that stuff comes into play when you're buying a house. So getting that credit score in the high 600s, I think I can accomplish it. I don't know how much it moves, but um, but I've been on top of my bills mostly. Uh, gotten a lot better um, at being able to afford my financial responsibilities. So getting that credit score uh, up in the 600s. Number eight. Continued distance from social media. Social media is such a wonderful tool that has been, you know, just misused, abused, um, and just used in all the wrong ways, I think. I would dare so say. Uh, Back in September, I decided to ditch social media. For a little while. Again, I mentioned I popped up. I showed some pictures off from the trip and stuff. I was just really proud of what I had accomplished, uh, which I guess contradicts the moving in silence thing. But um, anyways, not being on social media, not being on Facebook, not being on um, Twitter, Instagram, actively avoiding downloading Snapchat again has been so good for me it has been so good for me um i feel like it social media is just this it, it's it's people yearning for attention I, I i feel um all their negativity is imprinted into social media it's it's their it's become their therapy center and there's people who legit need help that, that could use talking to and, and and whatnot that it could benefit for. But when it becomes your soul, you know, purpose, it, it, it just, it's, what's the word? It's not authentic. It's, um, uh, I'll think of the word. But not authentic. It's, um. For all your negative stuff that you post, you're riling people up, getting them angry, um, just putting out all of your anger into the world that has enough anger in it already, it's not great. Reading other people's anger and absorbing it and just seeing it, or if you dis- you know what I mean, if you disagree with somebody, um, if you disagree with somebody and it's just it. it you get mad at them for no reason for having a disagreement and opinion, and it just adds 
so much like unnecessary negativity and stress on you. I watched my parents' generation who told me to stay away from the news, don't watch it all the time. They get riled up over clickbait bullshit on social media. And it's kind of hilarious. But at the same time, it's really worrisome. Um, social media, you'll be bogged down. And you could say that it is what it is and you've you you've learned to um, ignore it and navigate it properly. But it's you still see it. And it still affects you. You feel something in your brain every time you see something you disagree with or something that pisses you off. And honestly, social media is used by a lot of media and other places for clicks. Clicks equals money, revenue, all that stuff, sponsorships, whatever it may be. Um, the negativity thing, it wore me down, so I avoided it. I was like, I don't need to be putting this out there to people. My complaints about something, it just doesn't help any issues. And I also don't want to see other people's negativity. People will say a lot of stuff, and I think many will agree with me, that people will say a lot of stuff that they maybe don't necessarily mean or would never actually do face-to-face to somebody. All right? I see people saying, fuck this guy, fuck that guy. Oh, I'm this and that, and fuck this. But when they have the opportunity to actually deal with those problems... They kind of chicken out, right? Instead of having the accountability to take care of this problems or having an important conversation with somebody to resolve something, they're just spewing their hatred, and it's never getting dealt with. So it just festers inside, and it just drives you nuts. And it sounds like hippie talk, but that's legit how it is. I can't tell you how many times that I've let social media get me angry. I've also let social media... um, paint this picture of me of being something I'm not uh, there's the word artificial alright I post things to be funny and people take it as I'm an idiot I do this I do that um, I'm not really a great person and I just you know it, people really have no idea who I am through the eyes of social media you can only really get an idea of who I am by being around me. This is why I understand now. Texting and social media and all the messaging. It's it's not real. It's not good for human interaction. Because people have no idea who the hell I am. People who I've only met a handful of times have no idea who the fuck I am. Because social media gave, painted this picture of me being something I'm not. Alright. Even accomplishments. Right. Um. Yeah, I did this and this. I, I, I worked really hard. I got this thing. And you get a bunch of people liking your stuff, which is cool, but it's not real. It's not real. Wow, I got 200 likes on this post about uh, paying this car, buying this car. It's artificial. It's not real. People around you will be happy for you. The right people will be happy for you. Some like gives people this this unnecessary uh, just self-consciousness, self-importance that, I don't know, like they, what they, you know, it's so hard to explain. Um, I'm trying my best to, to really find a way to do it, but it just, the social media experience is absolutely artificial and has not in any way, shape, or form benefited me. The human me, the spiritual me, the psychologically me, it has not benefited me. And another thing too, you see people posting all their happy stuff, all their happy stuff, all the best stuff in their life. So people, you you get self-conscious yourself. You see people living better than you. Why are they so happy all the time? We don't get to see the negativity. You don't get to see the, um, you don't get to see the hard work that goes into somebody accomplishing something. And you think, why not me? Why can't I do it? It's a web of stuff. It's a web of stuff. But I just see far too many people contributing to the negative, offering, you know, just just stuff. Okay, let's pile on this guy. I got to retweet it and say something about it because that's what the world needs to see. And it's like, it's really not that important. 
It's really not that important. Distance yourself from social media. You can keep it around and stay in contact with people, but I'm telling you, somebody who grew up in the social media age, I started with MySpace. I've been on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, all that stuff. It's so bad for you. It's so bad. In the long run, when you finally realize what's important, not artificial likes and reactions. All right. Kind of uh, plays a part in my number seven, and that's uh, my continued mental well-being. I have overcome a lot this year, and I'm finally figuring out who I am as a person, who I actually am. Um, the overthinking is mostly gone. Sprouts up every now and then. My, I just have a much more positive outlook on life. I'm not setting unrealistic goals. I know again. I know what I am and know who I am, and uh, I've been really, really good. And I'm super, super proud of myself. For everything I've accomplished. Your mental health is so important. And when you start to when you start to realize that. When your self image is way more important than the artificial image you put out on social media. Um when that's good, all the good things come to you. I've accepted. Right? I got a job. I have a great job, but I didn't want to accept that. Alright, and now I have. I love my job at a place where a lot of people don't want to be. I love my life. It's not perfect, not by any means. But I love my life, and I finally got it figured out to the point where I can work towards and do things that I've always wanted to do. I stretched myself out too thin in my 20s. That's my biggest, one of my biggest issues. I stretched myself out thin financially. Stretched myself out too thin um, with hobbies. And these over-the-top goals. And my 20s were hard. A a fantastic learning experience that I am grateful for now in my 30s. But these are all tough learning experiences that I had. um, That I wish, you know, I, I wish I had time to take it back. I'm at peace. Mental health is so important, everybody. So, so important. I can have interactions with people now and realize that it's not my fault anymore, right? People treat you like shit and you think you did something wrong and it's how I used to feel. What did I do? What do I do? How can I make this person happy? And you exhaust yourself to do that. Well, now I realize that people who have issues with you and talk to you a certain way and and no matter what you do for them, they're never happy. That's their problem. Not mine. Not yours. It's their problem. It's not saying go around and being an asshole and just blaming everybody else for your stuff, which completely contradicts the accountability thing. But um, when people feel the need to talk to you a certain way in a negative way or a snobbish way. It's their problem, not yours. I have had the guilt, the overthinking, the guilt card all my life. What did I do? What did I do to this person to make them hate me? It's not you. It's just them. I am a grown-ass man who knows who I am, walks around proudly, not hiding anything, and I am, I'm, I'm carefree. I'm optimistic. I'm happy. I am, po- I am legitimately positive and happy for the first time in my life. Legitimately, not artificially. Legitimately, life is good. My mental well-being is way, way, way more important than anything else. All right. Again, these are not in any specific order. But fuck, man. I want to be a dad. 
so bad. This has been driving me nuts for years. Um, I'm ready. I think my wife is waiting for um, for her friend's wedding. I like to think so. I'm getting older. I'm 31 years old. I'm almost 32. All right. I don't want to be the 50-year-old dad at a high school graduation. I've accepted it. <laughs> that it's probably it's going to be that way. But uh, literally being a dad is the one thing that I want like more than anything in this world. The one thing that I want more than anything in this world is to be a dad. To come home from to go to work, to come home from work and have somebody happy as hell to see you. A son or daughter saying hi daddy and giving you a big hug. I used to do that to my parents all the time. I was legitimately excited to see them when they came home from work or wherever. And I have friends who are parents who say that that's one of the best feelings in the world is that no matter how bad that their day went, they came home and their kids were happy to see them. I, I, uh, if I don't get to be, oh man, yeah, I'm not even going to go there. Um, I need it to happen. It has to happen. You know, I want to I want to raise a kid to be a good person in this world. A lot of people are scared, they're like, Oh, the negativity, the world is so bad. Well, let's raise our kids to be better than us. I know you can't make everybody's kids better than us, but You'd be surprised how much one uh, positive, you know, person, another positive person in this world can affect so many people. And uh, I don't know. I just, I want to, like, <laughs> my dad used to sit down and play toys with us. He was 22 when he had me. And even in his 30s, he'd still, like, sit down and play toys plays video games, and I want to have that experience so bad. I want to go play sports with my kid. That's the shit I want to do. I want to be a dad. Again, this that's like the number one for me. This is in no specific order, though. It's just how I listed it. Number five. I want to own a house. I'm tired of living in a cramped-ass apartment. I'm tired of having two to three rooms to go into. I want a house. I want a place that I can make my own. I want my own man cave. I want a driveway. I want a pool. I want my house. I'm tired of living in apartments. I'm tired of the this, this shit. All right. I know I got to get my, some th- you know, get that credit score up and get my financials right. We're getting there. But uh, I want to own a house. I want to have rooms where I can put stuff and not stacking stuff up that's a mess in a basement or in a room. I want a house. I want a nice house in a nice neighborhood, a nice school district, in a nice city. I want a house. That's my number five. Number four is financial freedom, which I'm starting to get now. Uh, When all that debt stuff started happening, the credit card debt piling up, and, uh, you know, getting that notice, I started to take my job more seriously, and I appreciated the opportunities that I had. And since that week, I think I've worked no less than 55 hours since that notice stepped up, uh, showed up at my parents' door. No less than 55 hours. Uh, I try to work as much as I can because, again... I can, you know, God and government cannot fix my problems and cannot give me the things that I want. I have to do it myself. I have to go out there and earn it. I don't mind working 60 to 70 hour weeks. I really don't. I have plenty of time to do stuff and spend time with people. Plenty of time. 100 hours was crazy. That was ridiculous. Never do that again. 60, 70 hours a week. It's perfect. All right, I can afford to do stuff that I want to. It was so nice over the last couple months that I didn't have to go to my parents and be like, hey, 
I need money. Or go to my wife and be like, hey, I need to use our joint account card. I need to go to I need to use our joint account card that I do not put money into. It was so nice. Go and take control of your finances. Go get a fucking real job. Go get a real skill and then a real job and afford stuff. Stop crying and whining about how you can't afford this or that while you're sitting there smoking weed all the time and playing video games. I'm just kind of talking out of people. But but I'm telling you, this is what I thought. And now I've taken it in, into my own hands. I have financial freedom. I don't know. You know, I paying off those debts. I don't owe people shit. I could take care of myself. That's financial freedom. I can have whatever I want. I spent $1,600 on two front row tickets, a pair of front row tickets for me and my brother to go watch the Chargers and Colts play. The Colts got their ass kicked. But I could afford to do that because I work hard and I'm smart. I'm getting smarter. Financial freedom. Number three. I love to read, and I really realized how much I love to read through this last couple months. Uh, Self-help books. I've had a lot of really great ones recommended to me, and uh, it's they're, they're really nice to have. They're really nice to have, and it, it, I, my goal is to read 30 books this year. I'm in the middle of one. I've been kind of working on it for a while, but um, in my goal to avoid being on technology all the time, I'm going to pick up a book instead. I used to love reading as a kid until they started forcing it in schools. Uh, I'm going to read 30 books by the end of this year. That is my goal. It will happen. Uh, History, self-help books, um, all of it. I think next week we're going to, uh, depending if Dan comes back, we're going to do a top 10 books list. But um, I want to read more. Reading is really, really cool. You know, we we read these articles on social media that just drive us insane. What if we read something uh, like a self-help book that we we, we took in, uh, we lived and died by the words like we do these clickbait news articles, biased news articles? I'm going to read books. I'm going to gain knowledge. I'm going to have some fun. And uh, 30 books is my goal for the end of this year. Really Really, really excited. I'm in the middle of one. Uh, it's the Napoleonic Wars. It's really cool. I'm a big Napoleon um, person. I've always been fascinated by Napoleon Bonaparte. And uh, I've read a couple books on him, but this is one that covers all the world and uh, and what Napoleon's actions back and forth, uh, how it played a part in, in world politics and whatnot. So, um that's what I'm on now, and uh, I got a couple other books that I've had for years, but I just legit never read. So um start to get a little bit of a bookshelf that ravels my wife. She has a couple going. So, all right, number two, continue to lose weight. I have lost 60 pounds since September 20th. September 19th was my wife's friend's birthday um, outing. And I had a couple things happen. A couple pictures that I seen. I'm like, I can't continue to look, look and live like this. Uh, so I started cutting calories. And it's been great. I've lost 60 pounds since September 20th. Um, 347 I started at. And now... I put on a couple of the vacation, but I'm sitting around 288, 287. It's it fluctuated. I was down to 284 before that little vacation, and I'm right back on track, drinking a ton of water, keeping my calorie count down as far as what I eat. Literally, I was eating McDonald's every day, and I lost 60 fucking pounds. Count your calories. Trust me, it goes a long way. Um, I feel better. It's cool seeing these clothes has all baggy on me and fitting into shirts I haven't fit in since high school. It's really great. But I'm going to continue to lose weight. My goal, 240 pounds. 
I'm going to try and get a little bit less if I can, as long as I'm not exhausting myself, killing myself. But it'd be nice to look like a decent, not like a decent, that's that self-image thing, but um, it'd be nice to be comfortable taking my shirt off in public again. That's for sure. So continue to lose weight. That is one of my goals for 2023. And my number one, this goes with work and that financial freedom. I want $20,000 in the bank. I want to be able to put away $20,000. I was able to put away four last year by the end of the year. $20,000, I can do it. I know I can. I have the means to do it because of my great job. And uh, I've understood budgeting and, and, and all that stuff. And I just, I understand money a little bit better. So I'd like to be able to put away $20,000 in the bank. It's definitely possible. I know I can do it. That's 1000 every three weeks, two, two, two and a half weeks, something like that. I don't know. Who cares? I know I can do it. So that is it, everybody. Those are my goals for 2023. What are yours? What are you going to work on to make yourself a better, to achieve your goals in 2023? It's going to be to read 40 books. It's going to be to go on that trip that you've always wanted to, that vacation. Um, ask that girl or guy out that you've always wanted to ask out. Go see a movie. Um, something dangerous. Be a dad. Go get a house. Get out of debt. Figure it out. And uh, I'm rooting for you. Let me know. Shoot us a message. Uh, shoot me a personal email. It's weird. Uh, but I have my whole high school email. You know what? Here, shoot uh, shoot our uh, our studio email. And I want to hear your list. Let's talk. Let's chat. I'm literally open for anybody. T-H-E, the podcast precinct at gmail.com. T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-P-R-E-C-I-N-C-T. The podcast precinct at gmail.com. Let's chat about your list and uh, maybe I'll do what I can. I'd love to meet some of you. All right. Love you all. And uh, this is it for this episode. Till next time, do you even list? <laughs>